What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to Ownership Podcast with your host, Danielle Gertner, your ownership coach. Y'all know where you are. Uh, I am calling in, calling in. I am recording this from Dominical, Costa Rica, where I've been for the last three weeks hosting. Well, the reason I'm here is because I was hosting my first ever Own Your Shit immersion retreat. And oh my God, was it incredible. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about a lot of things today. Uh, I feel like it's been a minute since I recorded a podcast episode. You ever have those moments where you have so much you want to say, but you have no idea how to put it into words? And you, it's like that analysis by paralysis. You paralyze yourself from um, actually doing the thing you want to do because there's just so much that you want to communicate. And that's what I've been feeling since I've been here. I had all these plans. I was like, yeah, I'm going to film all these podcast episodes and it's fucking awesome. And this is the first podcast episode I filmed in three weeks. Um, sometimes it'd be like that. So I'm really excited for this one. I'm going to be sharing the five universal lessons that I'm taking with me from this retreat. And I say universal lessons because this has nothing to do with how to plan a successful retreat. Although I have uh, had quite a few people ask me about that. So I might be releasing some content on that soon. But um, these are universal lessons that I think everybody needs to know and be reminded of and um, inviting every single one of you to practice all or one or some of these things as soon as you finish listening to the podcast, because they're really juicy. They're really powerful. They're things that have uh, really shaped my quotes, quote unquote, my journey um, for the better and have really allowed myself to become the most open and the most aligned. And I know these are super fucking buzzy words and I'm finally getting a feel for what they mean. Um, I remember always hearing somebody say or or reading and hearing about alignment and uh, manifestation and openness. I'm like, what the fuck do you actually mean? And for the first time ever, I feel like I I understand it a little bit better now. So um, anyway, yeah, I'm excited to share these with you um, and, and dive into this. It has been an incredible journey to say the least. So I, um, the retreat was now, let's see, a little over a week ago, the girls went home. Um, and I've been since then chilling in an incredible hostel in the town of Dominical, uh, which is on the Pacific coast of Costa Rica. I literally feel like I've been here my entire life. Um, there's just such, wow, there is a big ass iguana on the roof of the hostel in front of me. That is a, that is a huge fucking iguana. Holy shit. Wow. I wish, really wish you all could see that. It's like bobbing its head up and down right now. Um, anyway, the things you see in Costa Rica and the things you experience and, you know, I want to start, I think there before I get into these five universal lessons, because why is it, why is it that we learn or, or seem to intend to learn such powerful, profound things when we, um, when we travel? And um, the, the biggest thing is getting ourselves out of our environment. Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this a lot, um, that we think equal to our environments. And if you think about yourself for a moment and how that statement is true for you, how do you think equal to your environment? Um, the people you surround yourself with, the energy you're surrounding yourself with, uh, the the, I mean, 
what you surround yourself with is what you think about. Uh, it's what you call in. It's what you are energetically aligned with. So that's a huge thing. When we, when we travel, we switch up our environment and give ourselves not only permission, but the opportunity to call in other energies and to experience other energies and other frequencies. And, um, yeah, new ways of thinking and new ways of life and new types of people. And, um, I think that that has a lot to do with, with where these profound lessons come from when you really pull yourself out of your environment because your, your brain, your body, your nervous system adjusts. It, it, it adjusts to what's around you. It, it builds and um, creates a new homeostasis depending on the environment that you're in, how your body or nervous system feels safe, right? Somebody's homeostasis could be really anxious, which I guarantee quite a few of you listening to this, your homeostasis, your body's natural balanced state, balanced in quotes, because, you know, to each their own on that definition, um, is chaos and tension. And, you know, I definitely was experiencing that when I was in Austin because that was just the general frequency of everybody around me. Um, and so anyway, you give yourself an opportunity to um, open to new frequencies and when you're operating and vibrating in a new frequency, new downloads happen, uh, new experiences, new thoughts are formed, um, which is really beautiful and really cool. And, um, you know, this retreat, it was for current and past clients only, which was incredible. So I guess I'll transition now to tell you a little bit about the retreat itself, and then I'll dive into these lessons. Um, yeah, Own Your Shit Immersion Retreat, a dream of mine for the last three years. I always said I really I really want to find a way to bring my clients together. You know, for so long, my clients have been spread all across the country. Um, like I quickly, side note mentioned, I am in Costa Rica. So if you hear some weird background noises or crackles, I am sitting on my bed in my hostel and, you know, windows are open, cars driving by. So just ride with it. We out here. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, it's been a dream of mine. And, and like I said, I'd wanted to bring my clients together forever because we were spread all over the country, which I feel so grateful to be able to say. Um, and I wanted to bring everyone. I wanted, I wanted these beautiful humans to have an opportunity to connect with each other because speaking of, you know, energetic alignment and frequency, um, Sorry, y'all. I was looking for my lighter because so I was going to, oh, it's right next to me. I was going to smoke a little bit of this joint while I tell you this story. Um, these, these women have, just, as much as I've called them, they've come to me. They have found me. Every single one of these women that have gone through my programs, my own your shit, self-mastery programs, my radical confidence course. Some of these clients are like OG clients when I was just doing fitness and yeah, I wanted a way to bring them together. And I was like, you know, what? one day I'm going to do that. One day I'm going to have a retreat. And that one day was last week. And when I say it was life changing, I, I get, I'm getting choked up because I don't, I don't know how to accurately put into words how life changing um, that experience was, but I'm sure as hell going to try. I am going to try because it's worth the try to try and communicate and articulate and paint a picture of of what happened and what was shared. But unless you're on one of my retreats or a retreat, um, it's, you know, not to be an asshole about it, but you just ain't gonna feel it the same. 
Um, and so, yeah, I, these 10 women, these 10 incredible women who are brave enough to say, fuck it, I'll meet you in Costa Rica. I have no idea what we're going to do. I imagine it's going to be some movement and some activities and, and some workshops and stuff. And I dropped them all the way in. And it was a really unique challenge because a lot of retreats, at least retreats I've been on, nobody knows each other, right? You don't know where people's energetic levels are or what their experience is with this work, unless the retreat is specific for, you know, people have gone through certain types of um, healing, you know, you get the point. But I knew all of my clients, all of my, all of my attendees had gone through one of my programs. Um, and have followed me or we've been friends for a long time. You know, my best friend Janine from high school came, my sister came, um, just, you know, my <laughs> Michelle Ramos, who lived on my floor uh, as a freshman at UF, was on the trip. Um, just really incredible people um, that I've known for a long time. And so I had this unique challenge of, okay, well, how do I take what they know about me and what they've experienced with me? to the next level. Um, I knew that the workshops and the experiences couldn't just be, you know, intro to spirituality. It's a shitty example, but the point being, um, I really challenged myself as a coach and as a leader and as a human to ask myself, um, yeah, how do I take it to, to the next step? How do I get them even further in the water that they've all willingly decided to jump into? Uh, how do I teach them something new about themselves, even though they've been doing this work for a while? And so um, it was a beautiful challenge. And I'm so, you know, I'm really fucking proud of myself and the retreat that I built and came up with. And um, it was such a beautiful blend. We had nine different workshops over the entire, it ended up being a six day retreat, um, six nights, seven days. Uh, nine workshops, everything from crystal fucking clarity to cultivating unparalleled self-trust. We had fuck your fears and try to remember all of them. Um, we had, um, uh, we had dirt church was a workshop, which is really fun connecting with nature. It's where we got completely naked and, uh, covered each other in mud. It wasn't even planned to happen that way. It just did. And it was fucking awesome. I still have bites from, from it. Um, we had a uh, embodiment workshop, really understanding embodiment, because uh, that's another huge buzzword. We had embodying your sexual priestess. We had embodying the divine feminine. We had the ownership vision board discussion and workshop. And there's one more. Oh, no, I already said crystal fucking clarity. I don't know. We had one more. It's in there somewhere. Um, so we had not, these nine workshops. We had plenty of downtime. We also went on such incredible excursions. We hiked to the Nyaka waterfalls. We took a surf lesson. Uh, we planted cacao trees with Tree Jenny. It was just such a well-rounded, incredible experience. And I'm rambling a little bit. So let me wheel it back in here. Um, because the whole week I was really in awe of what I was seeing and learning and hearing both about myself and about these women um, that came together. And um, let's dive into this. The five universal lessons from the first Own Your Shit Immersion Retreat. And for those of you real quick wondering if I'm going to do another one, fuck yeah. Um, talking about doing it first week of December. Uh, it will not be for just clients. So just keep your eyes out if you are interested in coming back 
to Costa Rica with me. We might be doing a little bit of plant medicine. We did a little bit of plant medicine on the retreat this time, which was not expected and really beautiful and really welcome. Um, so anyway, I digress. So these five lessons. Um, number one, number one, the pandemic no one talks about is how many people are disconnected from themselves. The pandemic that nobody is talking about is how many people are disconnected from themselves. And I shared a little bit about some of these, well, the first two lessons on Instagram, I'll share a little bit about the third lesson later today. But um, this, I know, um, as hard as it is for me to say it, this was the reason um, that ultimately took my brother's life. And ugh, those words rolling off my tongue will always be salty will never feel real, but after reading through his journals and um, getting a better sense of who he really was and what he really battled with, this became very clear. And um, I don't wanna spend a ton of time sharing those details, but it's an important thing to no, for me and my family, it's an important thing to share. And um, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, if you've been feeling that way too, I feel like my brother carried a lot of shame around this disconnection he had to himself. And it was the reason he didn't ask for help when he did need help. And I know it's the reason so many other people don't ask for help when they need help. You know, we're taught from a very young age that our answers are found in the world around us. That we should look to the adults in our world. We should look to society. We should look to culture and to trends that we don't have our answers. They're not within us. We must find them elsewhere. And it's conditioned in us since the moment we're born. We start going to school. We have to ask for permission the adult knows best. Think of that, that scene from Matilda. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. Right? It's the perfect, perfect example in this situation. And, you know, that conditioning and that, those teachings plant a really fucked up poisonous seed. That we don't have our answers. We have to look to the world to find them. And when we can't find them, there's something wrong with us. In our Western world, we are not taught to sit with our thoughts. And this isn't new knowledge. We're not taught to sit with our thoughts and our feelings. We're not taught to self-soothe, to reparent, um, to build a relationship with our ego and our inner child and our inner critic and our shadow, to learn about these things, to do parts work. And this is why I got into this work in the first place, because I didn't have the language for it at the time. But I was so disconnected from myself. I was chasing this definition of success that society had told me was the thing to do, right? Go to college, get great internships, get a great job, and boom, bam, you know, wrap it up, tie a bow around it, get married, have some kids, be grateful, live your life out, and, and you die, and, and that's it. It's this conveyor belt conveyor belt living, conveyor belt thinking, 
It's also, you can think of it like a ladder. If I do this, then I'll get that to that step. And I have to, if I do this, oh, then I'll get to that step. And I climb and climb and climb. But where are you climbing to? There is no peak. The peak can exist anywhere and everywhere if you choose to look at the world that way. So again, I digress. I tend to do that a lot. Y'all know that now. This is the, <laughs> you've been listening to this for a while. But, but this is the real pandemic, or not the real pandemic, I'm sorry. The, this is the a pandemic that nobody talks about. How many people are depressed and anxious and on depression medication and lonely and committing suicide because they're not connected to who they are? And, you know, why is this a lesson I'm taking with me from retreat is because throughout these nine workshops, throughout these, you know, conversations with the ladies, Throughout our experiences together, the answers were different because the questions were different, but the underlying message and the common denominator was the same. My ladies and in turn the world, I know it from the work that I've done, we crave a deeper connection to ourselves. We crave love, unconditional love, self-trust, we desire to, to live without self-doubt or shame or judgment or fear. And because we're told that that's not possible for us, it's modeled that that's not possible for us to do it on our own. We search and we search and we search in all of the wrong places when we really do have all of our own answers. And... Um, yeah, that was lesson one. So if you're wondering, you know, all right, so I am feeling disconnected from myself. How do I, how do I go about changing that? And I wrote this in an email that I sent out to my email list. Um, how would you get to know somebody that you were interested in, that you really were interested in, that you wanted to, you know, build a relationship with? Well, you'd, you'd probably um, take them on some dates. Un I said uninterrupted, intentional dates. You'd ask deep questions. Um, you'd also work to understand what your values and your worldviews and perspectives were and what was important in your priorities so that you could share those with that person. It really is about dating ourselves, spending time with ourselves. Um, and so take yourself out on dates. Spend quality, interrupted, uninterrupted time with yourself. Ask yourself hard questions. Sit with the answers. Notice a pattern if you try and go to other people for advice right away. That's a pattern I've noticed within myself of, you know, if I have a problem to solve, first thing I'll do is try to hit up one of my friends. And that's not a bad thing, but... Do I check in with myself first? Do I ask myself first what my answer to it is, what my solution is before I go looking for something else? So that's lesson one. The pandemic nobody talks about is how many people are disconnected from themselves. And I would really love to live in a world where that is no longer a pandemic. And that's why I do what I do. Um, all right, number two, we know everything and nothing. Uh, this came up a lot on the retreat. We know everything and we know nothing. And um, also sent out an email to my list about this and shared because um, that can sound, I mean, sounds contradictory, right? We know how we know everything and nothing at the same time because we, we don't. And we can choose to live 
our lives from that lens. And it's such a powerful lens to see the world. And it ties into lesson number one, um, where the disconnection comes from. We we do know everything. Here's the reality. We come from the same fucking stardust, the same dirt, the same spider, the same magic that you know allows the spider to make its web and allows the forest ants to march in a line and collect the things that we come from the same magic, the same material. And that magic is infinite intelligence and infinite wisdom and infinite love. And, you know, obviously this is my opinion and my opinion is, I think is right. <laughs> um, and infinite intelligence knows infinite intelligence. It knows everything. It is so sure. And I read this quote on oh, my laptops resting, resting on top of it. So give me a second because I really want to read it to you. Um, this is from the complete works of Florence Shin. She wrote um, the game of life and how to play it. She also wrote the word is your wand or your word is your wand, the secret door to success and the power of the unspoken word. And this book is all of her books in one. And this comes from your word is your wand. Um, it's basically a long list of different affirmations and just spells because words are spells. Surism is stronger than optimism. I fucking love that. Surism is stronger than optimism. And this ties into we know everything and nothing because infinite intelligence is sure. Not necessarily optimistic. It's not about like, oh, it's not going to rain tomorrow. It's this unparalleled and unwavering certainty that you are one with everything around you and that this thing that passed you by wasn't meant for you. This person that passed you by wasn't meant for you. And this person that you met absolutely was meant for you. Um, we know everything and we know nothing. And when we adopt that lens, we give ourselves the ability to live with surism. And surism, what that brings, that unparalleled self-trust, that's what that brings. Um, and it brings just such a groundedness. Nothing can move me. Nothing can move me when I know that I know everything. And obviously I don't mean it in an egotistical way, egotistical way. <laughs> um, I mean it in the most humble way possible. And then on the flip side, I know nothing is my opportunity to experience newness and bliss and joy and love every moment of every day. I can see the same waves as I have in Costa Rica day in and day out, but they are never the same. My experience witnessing them is never the same. And so while we have this grounded sureness, surism, this unwavering self-trust and um, non-existence of self-doubt, non-existent self-doubt, I also have this childlike wonder and, and awe and, and appreciation for everything in my life. And um, what a beautiful way to see the world. And I, I saw my clients as we were going through this retreat, my client friends from this lens. I, I know everything to respond to them, to hold space for them. I just, I can feel it. And I know nothing. Every time they shared, it was like hearing these things for the first time and being reminded of the 
beautiful journey that we are all on. We are all on it in our own way. Um, and it was really enlightening. It was really freeing. I think if there's anything this lesson brings, it's freedom. It's freedom that I know everything. Oh my God, releases me of my fears that I'm missing out. That some opportunity is going to pass me by. That I need to keep looking to the external to find my way. Fuck that. When I, when I know that I know everything, I don't, I don't carry those fears and doubts with me. And when I know that I know nothing, oh my God, what a freedom to always experience life over and over again as if it was the first time. Uh, number three, everyone really is doing their best with what they have. Mm. This statement also brings about freedom and has provided me, uh, allowed me to release a lot of resentment, a lot of pain, specifically in, in romantic relationships or close intimate friendships where people have hurt me, uh, where I've hurt myself, where my parents have hurt me. Uh, being reminded that everybody is just doing what they know. They're doing what they know. And again, throughout the retreat, as everybody shared, we respond to life um, in ways that we've had to respond to life a lot of times. And until we wake up to those responses and where those responses come from, they will rule. Um, as you know, Carl Jung says, until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And I really do believe everybody's just doing their best. Everybody's just doing what they know. And if you can adopt this lesson, you take a lot of weight off your shoulders. Um, because hurt and anger and resentment and shame are poisonous. And I've been poisoned by it many times. And when I can look to the people who have hurt me and soften my heart and really believe that everybody is doing their best, that not only rids me of poison and opens me to more love and abundance and what's meant for me, it does the same for the other person. And we need more of that in our world. Um, number four, we cannot do this alone. Ugh. Fuck, no, we can't. And this is, a, you know, another thing that um, I know was missing in my brother's life was true community, true community on this journey because we can't do it alone. We can't do it alone. We're not meant, we weren't designed to do it alone, right? Think about our ancestors, Homo sapiens, before Homo sapiens, um, we were tribe people because we couldn't survive by ourselves. We, again, we weren't meant to. We were not meant to. And this journey home to ourselves is not meant to be walked alone. And I know we live in a society where the, the, the exact opposite is portrayed and the exact opposite is praised. And it's fucked. <laughs> it really is fucked um, because we can't do it alone. And, you know, in the fuck your fears workshop, we did something really powerful 
where we, uh, one girl sat in the middle after we did the first part of the workshop. And, you know, I said, Alexandra, are you willing and able and ready to release this fear today? And they would answer yes. And then I'd turn to the circle and I'd say, are you ready to help Alexandra release this fear? And are you willing to, to take some of the burden of the fear? And we chanted around each individual, each woman, and we dispersed her fears. We shared the fear because if we share it, fuck, is it powerful and, and freeing? It's incredible. We can't do this alone. Uh, I forgot Anchor only gives me 30 minutes to record on their platform. So I'm going to finish this up in a minute with number five, and I'll dive into this more on the next podcast episode or join my email list. But until we choose to own our shit and take radical responsibility over our lives, nothing will change. Nothing will change. And I'm finishing on that one because I'm so proud of the women who showed up to the retreat. How openly, how raw, how ready and willing they were each uh, they each showed up and we have to make that choice. I said, until we choose, it is a choice to choose. And that choice in itself awards you with so much freedom. Your whole life can change with this choice. And I hope that in the next 20 seconds, you decide to take this choice. Because um, your life will change forever. It really will. 30 minutes wasn't enough. Um, those of you <laughs> still with me here, I'm going to ask my podcast gal to just blend two episodes because uh, I wasn't done. I wasn't done. And it didn't deserve to be cut short. So, just building off of that, until we choose, until you choose to own your shit and take radical responsibility over your life, nothing will change. And that's my why, you know? My why is I want to see people live fuck yes lives. I want to see people purely, genuinely happy and fulfilled and at peace at peace more than anything, because happiness I know can ebb and flow, but at peace. I feel so at peace in my life. That doesn't mean, you know, I'm happy, sad. I can be angry. I go through all the emotions, but I'm at peace. And that came from ownership. It came from taking radical responsibility over my life. And when I saw what it was doing to my life, when I saw the power of what it was doing to my life, um, I wanted to help other people do the same. And, you know, these ladies made a choice. I mean, they made a choice getting into my programs and they made a choice coming on the retreat. And the power of choice, we forget all the ways in which we, we have and can exercise that power. How often we can choose and we can choose in every moment every moment, how we're seeing, experiencing, showing up, who we're choosing, 
how we're giving, how we're taking, how we're receiving. And um, yeah, you know, as I mentioned, until we choose, nothing will change. We'll blame the world. We'll continue to blame the world. We'll be the victim. We'll give our power away. We'll give our power. Imagine every time you didn't choose you, you're giving free money away. It'd be frustrating, wouldn't it? You diminish your funds, all you had. And that's what happens. And it's really fucking sad. It's really sad. It's really sad. And that was one of the most powerful lessons. We have to choose this. My life's mission is to encourage people, make people feel safe to choose it. Because I know that it's you know easier said than done. I get that. I know that so many of us have been so conditioned not to choose that we don't know how. I'm taking pauses because I'm hitting my joint. I'm sorry. I'm actually not sorry because it feels really good. But <laughs> for those of you listening that are like, damn, she's talking real mellow. These long ass dramatic pause for effect. Pauses. Hitting my joint. Um, yeah, but I know it's not easy. I, and um, I know we've been conditioned. And again, this ties back to number one, that our our another huge pandemic is the disconnection from self because we don't use our power of choice or we've forgotten how to. And we've, we've been conditioned. We don't have that power for a reason. Don't think that that wasn't on purpose. That's a whole nother podcast for another day. Whole nother podcast for another day. So Let's review these. Um, number one, the pandemic nobody's talking about is how many people are disconnected to themselves. And my invitation for you, kind friend who's listening, is how connected truly do you feel to yourself? Do you know your wants and desires and boundaries and values independent of the people around you? And if you don't, an invitation for you to start building that relationship. And if you don't know how, think about any other relationship you've built. How did you get to know that person? And do the same with yourself. You deserve, sure as hell don't deserve less. You deserve way more. Number two, we know everything and nothing. We know everything and nothing. And man, do I invite you to try that belief and that lens on and take that shit for a spin because it's been so life-changing. I know everything. I'm so grounded in my surism and my self-trust and my ability to lean in and to surrender and to sink beneath knowing that the answer will present it to me. And here's the thing. We try to logic the fuck out of so much of this. And we wonder why the answer won't come because it's not logical. So many of the answers are not logical. They're felt. I feel like I'm filming a mini episode, <laughs> a side tangent episode. 
Um, yeah, we know everything and we know nothing. And when we know everything, we have unparalleled self-trust and oneness. And when we know nothing, we have unparalleled awe and childlike wonder. Everything's beautiful. Everything's new. Everything's a lesson. I was never too good to learn or experience that or to witness that, whatever that is. Because you hear that a lot on this journey too, of like, I thought it was further along on my journey. It's nothing to do with being further along on your journey. You don't, you're not exempt from continuing to learn the lessons of, of life and universal law. Not exempt. Just learn them in new ways. And if you can look at it that way, because what ends up happening in my, you know, at some point in every one of my clients' journeys, there's this, uh, I can't believe I made that mistake again, moment. And as soon as we have that lens of judgment and we take off the curiosity glasses, we're fucked. We're going down the cycle. We're going down the spiral of judgment and what I could have done and what I should have done and, you know, all the things. And again, when we know everything and nothing, you're like, oh, all right. Let me, let me learn this again. Let me see this again. Number three, everyone really is doing their best with what they have, with what they know, with what they've experienced, with, with what they're capable of. With what they're capable of. Number four, we cannot do this alone. Community, genuine, open, non-judgmental community is everything. I don't mean fake ass, egotistical community. And I know you know what I'm talking about. You want to be a mean girl because you want to wear pink on Fridays. You want to sit at the dope table at lunch. Now I'm talking about real, genuine community, no matter what that looks like. Community where you can show up exactly as you are, any given moment. There are no filters in this land. There are no filters. It's just you. And number five, until we choose to own our shit and take radical responsibility over our lives, nothing will change. You have to choose it. The hardest choice and the most liberating choice you'll ever make. Ever. Ever. I promise. I promise.